I do not. I do not miss running tech booth at church. <laughs> tech booth? Uh, yeah, I used to run the tech booth, setting up lights and and running sound and shit like that for church for like ten years. <laughs> Praise Jesus. Yeah. Well, that's what I was trying to help do. <laughs> so, like the other podcasts, I know they're more like they got a lot more gear and computers and vi- video cameras and all that shit. Nah, I don't care. This is what I got. <coughs> this is this is it. This is no, this is perfect. This is unimpressive. I mean, I I love the, this, your endless the, supply of napkins. This podcast is a flaccid penis. <laughs> That's all you're gonna get. As long as your penis stays flaccid, I'm fine. I mean, you know, I'm, who knows? Maybe in the middle of this, <laughs> might get hard. Put put me over that barbell. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know how to work out. Look at me. Does it look like I know how to work out? <laughs> I look like this microphone cord, my guy. <laughs> I look like a flaccid penis, dude. You nah, because you're veiny. You're veiny. You do I look. Know. You do look like you work I'm a, out. I'm a meth addict's dream. Like if a meth addict could have veins like this. Honestly, man, you look like you could play a meth addict on TV. I look like Patrick Eady if he just did coke all three meals of every single day. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) I I look like low-rent Patrick Eady. I don't think so. I think, look, I think you you look better than Patrick. I think so. I think, you know what? My penis may not stay flaccid no, this no, entire yeah. show. It just moved a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, I appreciate the fact that you're not wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> no, I mean, ish, but I got ish. Gold, I got the Golden Girls on my well, you side. Gotta, well, I like the t- uh, the wife beater. I yeah. like wife beaters and the well, Golden Girls. I, I, li- I live in a trailer park. I'm, like, obligated to wear a wife beater. <laughs> they give it to you right <laughs> yeah, when you no. come in. It's like, okay, you're living here now. Here's the keys. Here's your wife beater. <laughs> this one we found in the Lost and Found. Here, It's got the Golden Girls on it. <laughs> Awesome. I had a crush on Blanche growing up. Oh, man. She fucked like 132 dudes in that show. Did she? Oh, dude, yeah. I watched some video on TikTok talking about like how most people in their life have, you know, like nine to 14 sexual partners. Uh And then they went through the stats of every lead from like main TV shows. Yeah, Blanche fucked like 127 dudes. You know what? She is fine, though. Dude, I know. I would let I would give her a mustache ride. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Definitely. After a five mile run, oh yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> in Houston, in Houston heat. Oh yeah, she can get all of them can get it. Honestly, well, not Betty White anymore. Or oh, she got too it. soon. Oh, yeah. she did. I, was she married? I don't think so. I'm not sure. I don't think she was. Well, she might have been married, but I've never seen her no. with anybody. Neither have I. Just imagine being able but did you, to... Have you seen her when she was younger? Dude, she was oh, a dude, fox. Oh, dude, she was so hot. And yeah. she, was in, uh, she was in the military, too, at some point. I think, like, the reserves or some shit. Because there's, like, pictures of her in uniform and everything. And I salute you. Yeah. <laughs> God bless America. Saluting the general. <laughs> Two salutations. One with my hand <laughs> and the other one you can't see. Oh, I was just, I was pitching a flagpole <laughs> in honor of Betty. <laughs> oh yeah. We got chance in here too. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be on stage telling dick jokes later this week. Oh man, dude. I use that to bark people into the crowd. I'll, I'll tell them that the dog goes on stage and, and tell dick jokes. jokes. <laughs> like how, what do you mean? He tells dick jokes. I just like, bro, he can lick his own dick. He's got a rare view on life, and he needs to share it with the world. 
I, I found it hilarious that uh, he's a service dog, and you basically made him into a show dog. <laughs> he's like, that's his job now, being on a show. Kind of, but like he also, he does. I don't know if you if you've ever seen it happen, but like when cars backfire or like something rowdy happens, he's always like, "Hey, Dad, are you okay?" <laughs> And he'll just put a paw like up on my leg or he'll circle up around my feet to make sure I'm not getting like sucked down a black hole. Really? Yeah. Cause he said, so when I trained him, um, I had my friend take, so I lived out in the country. Yeah. So how did that happen? Like, so, uh, I had been in for about a year or I had been out of the Marine Corps for about a year. And, um, I've been arrested a couple months before I was doing, um, it was for, I got pulled over for doing six miles over the speed limit. And then the officer decided to search my vehicle because he smelled something. And then, which I know isn't true because I hadn't smoked in the car and all my shit was in a vacuum sealed bottle. And so he searches my car, finds my weed. I had an unloaded shotgun and handgun in cases in the backseat because I had been at the range the day before. And so, yeah, they put me in jail. <laughs> Wait, was it your shotgun? They, yeah, they were both. They were my. They were my guns. Okay, so why did they put you in jail? If they because I had marijuana, which is a oh. drug. You can't have a firearm while you're breaking the law. Yeah. So double, double jeopardy. <laughs> so then, what ended up happening? Um, my dad had to come bail me out, and you know, I explained to him what happened, and he wasn't like he wasn't mad about it because it was. A, he knows that when I got out, the VA tried to put me on like fuck like five different types of medications and i for you know anxiety uh depression add uh my fucking back knee and neck pain and so marijuana pretty much like helps all of that (laughs) yeah you were in the military you were yeah Yeah. so you were in the marines marines i did four years in the marine corps why Um, the marines oh well i wanted them big dick rights oh my god no my (laughs) I wanted to be able to make fun of the Navy whenever I wanted to. Because people are always like, oh, you're a department of the Navy. It's like, yeah, the fucking men's department. Oh, man. But so, no, my, what do you, so how do you measure Navy SEALs versus Marines? Um, they're, they have better gear. <laughs> but Marines can still get the, it done, though. Oh, yeah. No, because we're the only group, we're the only military branch that all of us are trained in land nav marksmanship fucking like uh, field ops height like everything we go through a three-day fucking crucible where we sleep like four hours we're given three mres to last the whole fucking time and then if you're on the west coast you get to hike one mile up a fucking mountain to get sworn in and then they give you apples and lemonade (laughs) what yeah and dude i shit you not that was the juiciest apple I've ever had <laughs> in my fucking life. Because that mountain, bro, it has like six false tops because it's like five in the morning when we're hiking and we can't see anything. Uh-huh. And our drill instructors around false top three, they start fucking with us. They're like, all right, guys, one more to go. And then we get to the top of the next one and they're like, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> you don't know what's coming. No. <laughs> so we got to the fifth one and my drill instructor, he looks at me and my buddy Walters because we're leading the pack at this point. There was one dude named Spriggs. This kid was a piece of shit. He used to get us fucked up all the time. People had to like, we had to drag him up this hill. 
Like they they don't let people slip through the. What you mean he was lazy or? He, he was just not built for it. He should have been in the fucking air force. <laughs> really? Yeah, he just was physically not capable of doing the job or mentally. They used to love to haze him. Oh, sorry, too yeah. far away. Yeah. They used to love to haze him just because like he would cry when they when so the, not haze but like IT. So they make us do like jumping jacks, push-ups, crunches, mountain climbers, leg lifts, all this shit for like a half hour. Mhm. Non-stop, no breaks, nothing. It's called incentive training. <laughs> it incentivizes you to do what the fuck they say the first time. Or you're going to be up there pissing your pants on the quarter deck because you're not allowed to take bathroom breaks. Yeah. And so Spriggs used to cry so bad that his voice would get raspy. He'd sound like Batman. And one day he's walking back. I got a, I'm going to make a head call. Bathroom. Sorry. And he walks by me. He goes, get out of my way. <laughs> and I couldn't help it. I turn around and I just went, Spriggs, where are they? And my drill instructor fucking just pulls his cover down over his face, walks into the duty hut for about 12 seconds, walks back out and says, sorely, get on the quarter deck. And I'm like, God damn it. What? It was heck? so worth it, though. Because fuck, like all of our rack mates hated Spriggs because he was such a piece of shit. But yeah, no, so dude. we get up to the fifth tall to the fifth false hill. And my drill instructor, he goes, all right, guys, for serious. This is the last one. I promise you. I've lied to you three times now. I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't do it again. No, but for realsies though. And so me and Walters throughout boot camp, we had gotten really close. And so we had the, we had the whole, you know, finding Nemo noggin dude. And so we did our noggin dude. We uh-huh. booked it up this hill. I like gave it everything we had. And then our drill instructor just comes strolling up behind us. He goes, when will you dumb motherfuckers learn? Oh, shit. We're so mad. And then he goes, it's all right. We got two more. And turns out the next one was the last one. He just lied to us the whole way up. Oh, man. but that's the psychological right there. Oh, yeah. Psychological absolutely. training. You're just like, what's going to happen? Whatever. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. It was to teach us to give it our all no matter where the ending is. That's a good lesson, yeah. though. Yeah. That's a really good lesson. That's what I've been trying to do lately when I'm running. Just keep going nonstop. It's like, don't don't worry about when the end is. Just keep pushing. Yeah. No, and that's what, so my grandfather used to say something to me. I actually have it tattooed on my back. And uh, it's uh, it's not about how far, how fast you can run. It's about what you can do when you get there. And I love, like, I love that quote so much because it's like, it's not about how much work you're putting into it. It's like, what are you going to do at the very end of it? I love that sentiment about it. Yeah. I mean, I like that a lot. But for me, the biggest thing is like being in the moment, like uh, being grateful while you're in it. Oh, yeah. Understanding like, hey, look what's going on right now. I know it isn't the end, but you can still appreciate what's happening in front of you. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. I feel like that's what a lot of us don't do nowadays is like we're just like going through the world. We have blinders on. We're just trying to get to the next day or whatever. But we're not really appreciating, like, we have a house, we have a car, we have, you know, family, friends, and stuff like that. So that's where that's where I enjoy, for me personally, that's where I enjoy prayer, is I have somebody to talk to to, like, thank for all the things that I have. And I don't know, it gives me a certain sense of peace. See, I thank myself. <laughs> See, I know for me personally, where I would be with my life choices had 
if I didn't have the faith that I have. I know mm. exactly where I would be. Have you always had faith, believed in faith? Um, yeah. Yeah, I grew up in the church. Um, I strayed away for probably, you know, three years. Um, I mean, most people don't know this, but this is a faith-based podcast. I pray that there will be a joke at the end of every five minutes for some reason. (laughs) I I just have faith. It'll be funny somehow. Ask and ye shall receive. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's what I mean. And yeah, no, I've, I've had faith ever since I was a kid. I strayed away for a while. I was like, you know. Uh, I'm not seeing how this is any of this is possible. So yeah, I went and fuck boyed around for for three years, and now I'm. How fun was that? From 19 to 22, <laughs> I had so much fucking fun. I got to throw grenades, shoot grenade launchers, shoot automatic machine guns. I got to see the most beautiful mountains, the most beautiful waters, some of the most beautiful women, intimately. <laughs> and, oh, gosh, yeah. Except the only bad part of Guam is, like, the the natives fucking hate us there, bro. They hate us so bad. Oh, I bet. Oh, my God. Like, they love to just fight us for no reason. It's hilarious to watch. I saw a dude get his fucking head cracked by a lead pipe. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. Out of nowhere, they just came up and uh, he tried to stop a fight that had, they had like staged a fight, and my friend went to stop it, and they fucking cracked his head, bro. No shit. And then we had another kid get sent home off deployment because this dumb bitch slipped in the shower and sliced all the tendons in his foot. What the <laughs> fuck? Imagine being both those guys, and they have they they get to explain that. That's just really bad luck, though. <laughs> God. Damn, how do you fall in a shower and then slice all your tendons? That's it crazy. was a tile shower, and he misstepped and got his foot caught the edge of a tile and just and couldn't like get to his phone or nothing. His roommate found him like two hours later. He couldn't crawl. No, I don't know. He couldn't get like uh, I don't know. He's probably just sitting there. Okay, couldn't what do I do you. now? Yeah. <laughs> I can't go out like this. <laughs> Why did I leave my boxers on the bed? <laughs> if I die in here, oh, it's got to be on the toilet so I can flush first. Oh, my God. He was probably just waiting to bleed out, probably. I, I don't know. Like the, He had a towel wrapped around his foot. Like He was stopping the bleeding. But I think the reason he had to go back is because they couldn't do surgery in time. Like mm. He couldn't go anywhere. What do you mean in time? Like uh, Because there was he, so... Yeah, they couldn't... The nerve damage was like permanent if they had operated soon. No, he didn't lose the foot. He just like lost nerve function. Oh, st- he could still walk. Yeah, he on still it. got the foot. Now, okay, good. There was another kid who fell off a third story balcony. <laughs> what was he drunk? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's no question about that. My, my mom's uh, ex boyfriend when I was younger, I was in high school. He's a Marine. He used to tell oh. me all these crazy fucking stories. <laughs> like, he told me this one story where he was uh, in Afghanistan just walking with his. Uh, uh, deployment and hit one of his friends was like just trying to fuck around he had a pen and he just started clicking it, it was like click 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 fuck throws it and starts running off <laughs> <laughs> i was laughing my ass off 
We we used to play this game um, called Nut Bottle. And whenever somebody fell asleep or wasn't paying attention, we would grab their water bottle and dip our nuts on it and then just put it right back and oh, watch okay. them drink it. I thought somebody, something totally different. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I thought you put no. their nuts in a bottle and when they wake up, they're like, ah, shit. <laughs> How do I get out of this? <laughs> now I'm just trying to run the engineering of how that would work. I feel like if you squeeze the bottle and then put it on his nuts and then let the bottle <laughs> refill with air, it would just kind of... <laughs> oh, man. Like, He's just sitting there with a Gatorade bottle. Just like, ah, oh, shit, they got me again. <laughs> but wait, so the nut bottle thing. So you dip your nuts in their water bottle. And then we take a picture of it to show them later. Okay, but do you wait until they drink out of it first? Before we show them? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Then oh, no my point. God. Yeah. Then, at, you know, if we were ever having a barracks party and somebody, whoever passed out first got the outline of someone's dick drawn on their face. Uh, I don't know. I think it was Chappelle who said it, but, like, you can't go to sleep in front of white people because yeah. you do some borderline <laughs> gay shit. I, I never, I look, I'll go to a party. I'm not staying. I'm not sleeping. I'm leaving. The moment I get, like, yawn, I'm like, okay, I'm going by. I'm out of here. Because I do not yeah. want dicks on my in my water, <laughs> on my face, anywhere around me. Dude, I've told people, the Marine Corps is the most homosexual group of heterosexual guys. Oh, my God. I, you know, my, my mom's ex used to tell me some stupid If you stories. think of, like, in boot camp, it's 90 dudes stuffed in a squad bay. In, in bunk beds for fucking three months. The first thing you do is play with each and other's balls. Like, I get it. Rat, I mean... <laughs> in layman's terms. <laughs> I was going to try to put it in a way that made the Marine Corps come off better, but... Oh, man, I don't know. <laughs> no, the first thing they have us do is strip down naked and rub ourselves with lye soap. You're not in making this any better. No, I know. But, like, what do you expect us to do? Oh, my God. What is this, Fight Club now? Oh, dude, absolutely. We had uh, so many Fight Clubs in shower. Like, we were clothed in the showers. I needed... <laughs> <laughs> immediately like, I, uh, I almost in let that showers. one dangle. Oh, my God. Well, dude, because we have squad showers, so it's like 30 dudes <laughs> in one fucking shower. And I shit you not, they carousel you the first, like, month. They don't let you stand in one spot for a shower. They have you walk under the individual shower heads and then you grab your towel and then go back to your bunks. Really? I shit you not. It's like going through a car wash. Oh my God. That's funny. <laughs> Dude, I know. I was like, Jesus Christ. I didn't even get my buff and wax. I've got to trim my carpet, Staff Sergeant. <laughs> Wait, so uh, how long did it take you? I, my my mom's ex told me, like, when he was in the Marines, it took him, like, four minutes to shower, shave, everything. Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. it was quick. He had mm. to do everything quick. Yeah, no, I could shower, uh, I, like, head-to-toe shampoo in a minute and a half. Yeah, that's I could, exactly what I could get me. out and shave uh, and take a piss and then have my teeth brushed. I would be brushing my teeth while I was taking a piss. And so that way I'm done in four minutes. Yeah. Oh, my God. What, that, so that man. way we get more free time so we can write letters at the very end of the night. Write letters? Write letters home. 
So we get to write letters home in boot camp. Really? And so, yeah, because um, there are Facebook groups and shit that, that um, will send, that, you know, recruiters will send our addresses to the parents. So that way parents can, can send their kids letters and friends can send letters because that is the only thing that keeps us going in boot camp. That and like care packages. When parents used to send boxes of cliff bars, bro, you've never seen a happier group of 18 to 19 year old men. <laughs> I mean, I could, I could totally see that. I could totally see like after a long day, like PT uh, classes, all this shit, learning about, you know, wars. You're just like, you know what? I just want to write my mom. Yeah, I want to read a letter from my mom. Yeah. I mean, granted, my, <laughs> my mom hasn't written me in 15 years, but. When you were in the Marines, did she write you? No, she was dead. <laughs> oh, shit. My mom died when I was 12, remember, bro? I smoke weed. <laughs> and I've lived a long life. <laughs> so sometimes I forget. Yeah, no, she she died when I was 12, so. No, I tried Ouija board calling her a couple of times, but my staff sergeant said that was against the rules. <laughs> said the Marine Corps don't believe in no necromancy, boy. That'll be a thousand push-ups. Wait, did your dad write you? Yeah, no, my dad wrote me um, about twice a week. My girlfriend wrote me every day. Honestly, though, if she had sent me a Dear John, then... I was going to ask. If, if she had sent... One? No, so... We lasted a year of me into the Marine Corps. We got engaged, a year and a half of me into the Marine Corps. And then we got engaged, you know, eight months of me into the Marine Corps. And then we made it through. She was a year behind me. So she was in her senior year of high school. And then we made it through like three days of her in college. Oh, that's it? That's that was it. And then she she ended it. Now I'll say I had a small part to play. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'll say like 30% of it was my I'd fault. I'd say average. I would say 30% of it was my fault, but I was also just kind of pulling back because I was getting hazed really bad by some of my NCOs. Well, hazed how? <laughs> um, like they're making me work extra hours. Like they're sending other Marines away way before I do. They're giving me extra shitty jobs. They're giving me counselings over shit that they uh, would not counsel other Marines for. Would they give you bitch work? Yeah. But then I'd get it done so fast. And then I just asked, I I wanted to know why we didn't do it the more efficient way. Because we're all about efficiency. Why are you throwing in these extra two steps that make no sense? Yeah, that's what um, my mom's ex would always say. My higher ups, like my my officers and my my E8s and E9s fucking loved me. Because Mm -hmm. I'm so good at my job. My sergeants and my corporals, the ones who were preventing me in essence from doing my job because they just wanted to fuck around with me, hated me because I could always go over their heads and prove that I was right. Huh? Yeah. And uh, like they were just, it's weird thinking about it now because I'm their age that they were when they were fucking hazing me. And I can't imagine doing that to to a fucking 20 year old kid who like it, it honestly, we're all just trying our best. It's like how you're. Well, see, you're out of it. I'm out of it. Now. You're out of it. What if but, you would have stayed? That's the difference. They stayed. Well, and that this was, is their life. They I, got nothing else but this. So think of how sad that statement. It is, is very sad. But hazing this one and, kid is that little bit of enjoyment well, that it's they because, get. Yeah, but if that's at that point, they shouldn't be leading Marines. Yes, I agree with you. 
And that is the problem. Is well, they, we they have, fucking were forced. They either they chose that shit or they were forced in it, well, and they were like, "Well, this is the rest of my life." So what the fuck? No, because they're now there are certain no there because there are certain people in the Marine Corps that have gotten out and done phenomenally for themselves because they can fucking think. Mm-hmm. There's the and the people that are. 40% of the people that, that stay lifers are because they're so dumb or so, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it starts with ignorant. ignorant. So ignorant that they know that they can't make it anywhere else but here because they know they can't get fired if they stick within the UCMJ. Yeah, I mean, like after 20 years, you get benefits, you're, you're set for the rest of your life. Yeah, no, I'd be at, I would be at 10 years this year. That would be wild. I would be at 10 years. Jesus Christ. No, it'll be <laughs> next year. Next year will be 10 years, but it doesn't, it does. I would. Yeah. If it, it, that's a lifetime ago. Yeah, man, I could see that, but I'm pretty sure you made a lot of friends along the way. Yeah. And that's the thing Some is lifelong friends. I miss, I miss my guys and I miss my work. I miss working on jets. It's some of the coolest shit I've ever done. Cause I got to see it like do gun runs and drop bombs on the fucking side of a mountain. Like, <laughs> until you like felt a shock blast from a thousand pound bomb oh. I got to fly on a CH-53 helicopter doing like practice uh, medical evacs for wounded marines god <laughs> where else am I going to get to do that at 19 years old and the guys I, I met they're like granted there were some shitty ones but like I made some of the best friends I'll ever have and I still keep in contact with five or six guys that I was really close with. Really? Yeah. I, one of them came out uh, for my birthday uh, this past, or around Christmas, just to come and hang out. And he helped me videotape a veterans show that I did for the PTSD Foundation of America. Okay. And then he completely fucked it up. Because <laughs> I told him everything we were going to need. And then he forgot one piece of recording equipment. And... Got mad and stopped recording halfway through. And I was like, <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you menstruating bitch. What the fuck? You could have just kept recording with your phone and yeah. we would have been fine. It's like, fun. you took your ball and went home. Yeah. You sassy motherfucker. That's exactly what he did. And I still haven't talked to him about this because I love him to death. And I know he was just being a dildo and I don't want to yell at him. <laughs> That's the thing like that I'm seeing now with like friendships and stuff like that. Sometimes my friends make me like really mad, but I don't say anything because at the end of the day, I know sometimes it's just stupid bullshit that only I, yeah, understand and they'll never get. But also, it's just like, what's the point in fighting? Yeah, and I've oh man, that's the other thing that's changed is like when I got out of the Marine Corps. This is before I got chance. I was so angry, like just because. I'm dealing with PTSD. I'm fucking, I don't know any other Marines in my area. So I just felt really alone. My parents have no idea what I'm going through. I'm trying to find a job. I finally got hired with my uncle and you know, him and his aunt or his wife, his aunt, (laughs) (laughs) great aunt Sally. No, uh, they didn't like the fact that I smoked weed despite the reasons I was doing it. And they kicked me out, so I had to come back here. I lived on a friend's couch for, like, six months before I got Chance. And that's when everything started, like, turning around for me. I got a job working for Caliber Collision, and I've been there for five years now, just 
getting mediumly paid fucked. So let me ask this. You have done so many things in a short amount of time. Yeah. You've traveled the world. You've met so many people. Why do stand-up? I fell in love with it. I mean, I watched stand-up a lot as a kid. Uh, like between Chappelle, I would stay up late to watch Chappelle show and I was watching, you know, Def Jam, which is a kid of my age. I should not have been watching Def Jam comedy. And I loved comedy movie. Like Austin Powers was one of my favorite movies growing up. And then it was just, I, I, I re-fell in love with it in the Marine Corps just watching comedy specials on Netflix because life was so shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we all needed something to laugh at. And I remember uh, my buddy showed me Chris D'Elia's Incorrigible. And I thought that was some of the funniest shit I I had seen in a long time. Well, typically is a, f- a lot of physical comedy. Yeah, and that's what I thought that was really fun. It was like his ex- his his expressions and the way he would express himself on stage. I thought that was just really funny. Really? Yeah, I did. I did personally just because like that's how we would. That's the way we would act. You in- don't you don't do any physical comedy though. I do. So- I do sometimes. There are certain jokes that I have physical comedy for. There's not there's not a whole lot of them. I've got probably five or six. Really? Yeah. I just I don't I don't want to be feel like I'm copying somebody, if that makes sense. Because like uh, I know Kadar, you know Kadar Kalkar. Yeah. He and me and him have talked about that. He feels like that when he first came around and he was wearing all these suits and shit and the way he talks, he feels like he's <sighs> he's really imitating Mulaney. I I could and see I, that it's either Mulaney yeah. or Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah and I, I see that, and so I just I don't know. I don't want people to think that I'm trying to be like another comedian. Uh, I'm not trying to be like another comedian. I'm just trying to write my shit. If that if that makes sense. Okay. To be fair, I understand that, and I get it. But we all have something we stem from. You know, like we see a certain comedian and we go on stage and we imitate them because that's what we know. That's what we think is funny. That's our humor at that point. So the more you do comedy, the more you learn what your voice is, how your humor evolves, how what it becomes. And you're just like, okay, this is what I think is funny now. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that I don't think George Carlin, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock aren't funny anymore. I'm just saying the more that I've done this, the more... It's not enjoyable. Specials aren't enjoyable as much as they were before because now when yeah. I watch a special, I'm analyzing everything. I'm watching uh, their stage presence. I'm watching what they're yeah. doing. I'm listening to the joke. I'm like, what's where's the setup? Where's the punchline? Can I get to the punchline? It's no, and it feels like work now. Yeah, no, it feels it feels like you're you're a basketball player breaking down a play tape. Yeah, I'm ta- I'm watching tape. You're you're what? Yeah, yeah, I'm watching you're going tape. to that's, class. That's what I'm doing. That's that's exactly that's exactly what I'm, doing, what I'm doing now. Is I'm watch. I was watching uh. Buffalo Chappelle specials last night. I was watching uh, Killing Them Softly and For What It's Worth. And oh, yeah. I was enjoying them. But once again, I was just like, ah. where, where's he going? Yeah, well, yeah. how did he get there? Yeah. No, and how I will, did he get there? I will say, that's what I, uh, I, I want to say it was his second one where he talks about writing jokes backwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember where he draws the punchline out of a fishbowl or whatever? Yeah. I think that the way he wrote that was fucking genius. I think that was Bird Revelation. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. He's got like five of them on there now. I can't keep up. Yeah. I mean, like I, 
I like that though because I've written jokes like that sometimes from going from the punchline working oh. way backwards re-engineering I, it I think that's how I write probably like reverse engineering half of my jokes is I'll think of a funny I'll think of the like the punchline first and I'm like fuck how do I write a story that makes that work and I'll sit there and just create a whole scenario in my brain I can barely hear you dog I've, I'll sit God damn it. I'll sit there and just create like a whole scenario in my brain. I know I know it's weird listening to yourself. Yeah, it, it, it really it, is. It, it takes a minute to get used to. Like I I it's I, sometimes I'm still not used to my my voice. You know, I I, I hate listening. I'm like I'm going to be honest. I I record every uh set that I have, audio record. Oh, really? I've listened to maybe 15% of it because I hate my voice so much. I have so many just I have a bunch of audio recordings on my phone of like uh, just joke ideas for when I was drunk. Uh-huh. And yeah, I've only listened to maybe nine of them because after those nine, I was like, I do not want to hear myself talk when I'm <laughs> so fucked up. I can't type down my thoughts. Yeah, I've seen you <laughs> really messed up sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I'm just like, God damn it. How does he do it? And then I remember, oh, Marines. Yeah. Well, I I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been drunk enough to where I caused an incident. No. Except for that one time I picked Marlo up on stage when he was in the bunny costume. <laughs> but I told him, I told him I was going to pick him up. How drunk were you? I was probably like four tall boys in. <sighs> Fuck, man. And I had, I had just had dinner maybe like... Actually, no, I had had dinner like three hours before. You know what was funny about that? I called it out before you did that. I was like, that's Marlo, isn't it? Marlo's in the... And then, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Pancho was just like, no, that's my son. And then when you did that shit, I was like, I fucking told you. I told you that was Marlo. I knew... (laughs) I was like, "Uh." Dude, and I had told him, man. I was like, yo, I'm going to pick you up. I guess he didn't hear me. Uh-huh. And so I picked him up. Motherfucker just rolls left yeah. and falls straight on the ground. Oh, uh, that was so funny. I, I, yeah, dude, I couldn't breathe. Honestly, I'm glad you did that because <laughs> I just wanted to be proved right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I cared about. I was like, who's in the suit? God damn it. I would have felt so bad if that had been Poncho's son, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would have felt so bad. That would have been funny, though. I would have been banned for life. It would have been funny either way, but yeah, you would have, something would have happened. Oh. <laughs> I don't think you would have been banned. It's just nobody will allow you to rush the stage anymore. <laughs> it's like, oh, wait, Sean's going to the other stage. Get him away from there. Get him away. He's going to tackle somebody. Like, you did that shit before uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I assault I assaulted a black man on stage before Will Smith made it cool. Oh man, that, 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 it's it, not cool. It's not cool. Like because like uh, what happened with Chappelle, he almost got stabbed. But dude, apparently, the they, dude, the guy uh, that tried to stab him, made a rap song. He was a rapper, and he made a song saying that he was going to go on stage and stab Chappelle. So it's premeditated. So he's getting. I, I assume he's getting indicted. For premeditated murder, then? Well, he got his ass whooped. 
that doesn't negate the fact that he tried to fucking kill Dave Chappelle. I know, but like, so he tried to kill him. Then he ran away and his crew got him and started stopping. Oh, like they were beating his bro. ass. And Chappelle was like, give me one second. And he goes, he there, goes back boom, and beats boom, the boom. shit out yeah, of him. Get some kicks in and he comes back. He's like, we got it handled. I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> While he's talking on stage, you can still see the guys yeah, like, boom, know, boom, in the background. <laughs> it's so funny. Dude, my favorite thing about this, all of this is that fucking post that Jesse James, the Jesse Gettings made talking about how he disagrees with that. And you could, all I saw was 48 comments. I'm like, Oh, ho, 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 I'm going, I'm going through this shit. What happened? Oh my gosh. Everybody was arguing, uh, for fucking Chappelle. And no, okay. Crew. So I'll, I'll say that? this. I'll say this. I don't like the fact that Will Smith did that. I feel like he opened the floodgates oh. on that. One. Oh, he absolutely. Pandora's box. But because of that, what are we to do as performers? What are we to do? Beat the shit out of anybody. We're Maybe human beings. Within, within reason. Within reason. Within re- but that like is, you swing at me, that's self-defense. That is something that Jesse and I, we talked about that too. Is it's like, self-defense. I, as someone who knows how to inflict a lot of damage, yes. I, I know where to draw the line. Nobody feels bad for the guy that tried to stab Chappelle. Um. I, f- I don't feel bad for him. I definitely think the security team should have stopped sooner. There was no need to break his arm that brutally unless he picked up a knife and was slashing at the rest of them because it looked like they were having a free-for-all stomp fest oh, yeah. in the back corner. They went it was, it was It was overly gratuitous. Well, the, that's why he, uh, he, he can't press charges against them and they can't press charges against him. That's what is that, it, Oh, really? Yeah. That's a, <laughs> because like, of that. Let, let's just go ahead and say that y'all got the better of each other. It's a draw. Exactly. Because they broke his arm and all this shit. Oh, no injury. shit. Yeah, because of that. Dude, I... Um, now, if they would have <laughs> just, like, tackled him down and stuff like that, he would have, like, been indicted and all that shit. Yeah, oh, but man. Because, yeah, because they took it gratuit to an entirely different level. Yeah. But yeah, there's the difference between stopping a crazy person... And just vehemently beating the shit out of somebody. Oh, man. And that was the thing, too. It wasn't a trained security team. It wasn't. They were just his fucking friends. <laughs> These were his drinking buddies. They're like, they had already been taking shots of Jaeger and smoking blunts in the back. They, they were, were they were feeling jazzy. They were They're ready. like, let's get this motherfucker. Oh, yeah. You come after our, da- our Dave? You picked the wrong motherfucker. Not the goat. Oh, man. But that's they're all just doing lines of cocaine off their key before they rush the stage. <laughs> oh, I, that's why three of them slipped while they were running across. They came in with too much torque. <laughs> just fucking drifted all over the stage. That's well, honestly, I want a crew like that. When I, if I ever get that big, I'm gonna have my own crew just like oh. that, so we can stomp people out. Oh, fucking Kadar told me that he goes, if I ever make it big, Sean, you're just gonna be my opener. So if anybody approaches the stage, you can just come out of the side and fucking fly and kick them in the side of the head. I was like, can I get 15 minutes? <laughs> That's all I want. I don't know. It's just. Uh, I feel like. It's always been like that, though. Like, honestly, even back in the day, there's videos of people rushing the stage and yeah. doing that. It's just different now. Be- because of Will Smith. Because it was televised. Yeah. 
It's I, and people are now getting the notion of oh we can just do that. I hope that the Chappelle thing showed people that yeah we probably shouldn't do that. Oh, I'm giving a message out right now. You come after me, you gonna get Chappelle. <laughs> I will oh, stomp. I will. I will stomp the shit out of you. I told people probably the week the week after the Will Smith stuff. I was like, ladies and gentlemen, I gotta let y'all know I'm making no jokes about alopecia. And I have PTSD. If anybody rushes this stage, I'm going to stomp the fuck out of you. I'm not. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to let you try to hit yeah. me. Fuck no. I'll, you'll get one. You, you get one. Look, you hit me. I will beat the fuck out of you. I, I'm from the hood. Not, I, don't, I don't play that shit. I will not beat the fuck out of you. I will not break your arm. I will dislocate your shoulder. I might snap your wrist. You make it sound so polite. <laughs> Yeah, I'm just going to clog your arteries. Like, I don't I don't like to be overly violent about it. Just be like, that's how people who don't know how to fight talk. If you've noticed like these fuck boys that just their world star fight, fuck you up, their world star fight is nine minutes of them circling each other yelling. No, I stand there with my hands just in front of my chest until somebody throws the first punch. That's it. I don't shit talk. I just uh, I let it happen. Are you like a surgeon with that shit? You just like go immediately for whatever you're doing. And yeah, no, just the fastest way to end the fight. I'm oh, not trying to man. sit there and have a world star video. <laughs> I punched a kid in the throat one time just to end it. Really? Like, he threatened to stab one of my friends and I told him that was a bad idea. And he turned around and threw a punch at me and I just fucking right in the Adam's apple. Then what happened? He just fell or fell. I picked him up by his belt and drug him out the front door. <laughs> There was no world star video to be had. Oh, man. You didn't give him enough time. Exactly. That's the point. I don't need that shit recorded. Yes, you do. No. Come on, you can have your own moment. You become famous on world star. Then you can put your own your show on. <laughs> throat chop. Throat chop sorely. Yeah. That wouldn't be a bad nickname. Oh, no. That's funny, though, is when other comedians talk and they're like, man, I've just I've never been in a fight. It blows my mind. The, the no someone has never been in a fight like you've been on this earth 28 years never tossed fists once it i've been i've been in a couple fights yeah it's just like uh michael mondragon never been in a fight really which he's taking like uh muay thai or krav maga or some shit right now Oh, he's taking it now. Yeah, he's taking it now. I'm. Not, I think. The, I think the Dave Chappelle shit. <laughs> he just immediately signed, <laughs> signed up like last week. <laughs> Dave Chappelle shit got him scared. He's like, man, oh, I need man. to learn how to do something now. I gotta learn how to choke bitches out. God damn. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. I mean, because like you, it's funny that you bring up these names because you came up. Uh, how long? When did you start? Like two years ago. March of last year. Last year. No, so first time doing comedy. Uh, yeah, it was International Women's Day, uh, March whatever last year. Uh-huh. And there were two chicks in the crowd that got in a fight over a dude. Like, probably five minutes before my set. No one's stopping it. I remember that, yeah. No one's stopping it. And they do, a world star moment happened. Like, people started just pulling out their fucking phones. That was it. And so I passed chance off to Nick, uh, my, you remember Nick Lott? Yeah. The guy with the chihuahua? So he was the dude that got me into comedy, was Nick. Cause I met him out in Katy and he invited me to brass tap. And that's how I got into the, into the Facebook group. What was your first mic? Uh, Dan Electro's. 
So where this fight happened was Dan Electros on a Tuesday. National Women's Day. Yeah, International Women's Day. Yeah. Two chicks getting a fight over a guy, you know, really repping their gender. That's a good day. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. People are world starring and just taking a video. So I pass Chance off to Nick Lott. I get uh, one of the females because I had met her a couple nights before. So she recognized me. And so I was just trying to get her out to the parking lot. And this other chick kept saying shit to her. And uh, she just kept trying to get off me. I had scratches all over my chest. And fucking, uh, like, I get back. I get her out to the parking lot. Her friend gets her in the car. I finally walk back inside. And the bartender just goes, hey, man, you didn't have to do that. Thanks. I was like, apparently I did have to do that because everybody else was just videotaping it. And then Pedro taps me on my shoulder and goes, you're up, buddy. So I just fucking meandered on stage with a shot of Jack Daniels. Oh, man. Yeah. Like First time worst. doing comedy. I had like maybe two jokes prepared that I thought would be five minutes. So I just, I was like, um, happy International Women's Day, guys. <laughs> we got strong, independent women out here <laughs> that do the fighting themselves. <laughs> Luckily, I celebrated International Women's Day by watching... Strong, independent women in the UFC, so I knew exactly how to put that bitch in a chokehold. Oh, man, that was... I remember that fight, and, like... I, yeah. It was in... I, 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 look, I, it's a weird thing when you see two women fight over a dude. It's weird when you see two guys fight over a, a woman, you know? It's even weirder when it's two guys over a dude. It's like, Dang, hmm, man. why doesn't that third guy just jump in and help hey, him decide? Is it International Men's Day? Like... It, isn't that just every day? <laughs> we get Father's Day. Father's that fucking joke of a holiday. Oh my god, man! That's it's... how. That's how much as men that we fucked up. Nobody gives a shit about Father's Day. It's true. Like it. What? Oh, hey, Dad. Uh, you get to just chill all day. The same thing you do every other day. Yeah. Just let him. Let your dad go golfing. That's all he wants. He doesn't want you to buy him a present with his fucking money. Go golfing. Let him go golf. Go golf. Go go to a bar. Leave the house alone for two hours so he can masturbate in as many rooms as he wants to. That's actually a real thing. I never thought when I was younger, yeah. I was just like, I masturbated in many of these rooms. Oh, yeah. I was like, who else has done the same thing? Because I, I, I have a brother. I'm pretty sure he masturbated in the same room we slept in. I just had a sitcom moment in my brain of running through a reel of all the family members that have just like jacked off in that room. For some reason, your grandma's there at the end. <laughs> like by, by the door, there's like a tally. <laughs> like everybody just like that. <laughs> Mailman, Barry. How did you get in here? That's so funny. I mean, but like, so you getting into stand up, your friend Nick Lock got you in it. Yeah. And so what, why are you still in it? You know, cause like you could have just done it and been like, okay, that was fun. Whatever. Um, I'm not much of a quitter. As soon as I dive into something and I, I enjoy it. I, I give it, you know, everything. I make sure I try to do my best job every night. But they're, and I mean, you know, you know, it that making people laugh is a, it's like having a fucking superpower, like being able to make people laugh with thoughts that you made up and then you create, or like just creating a, a joke that's an entirely made up scenario that people think are funny. 
That feels like a superpower to me. It's like you created something out of nothing and it brought laughter to other people. Like you're, does that make, I can see that. Yeah, I I do. I do see where you're coming from. It feels like having a superpower, man. Now don't get me wrong. The nights that you bomb and you have like your spidey, you have a web block. Can't shoot your, can't. Well, to somebody who's never seen you before and then sees you on a show with prepared material that you've worked on for so long. Yeah. They're like, oh my God, this guy's amazing. But they don't know yeah. the hours that it took for you, the stage time, the writing, everything that it took for the, you to get to that moment. The Darwins. Oh my God. <laughs> I just went there last week. I finally, I finally have gone back to Darwins. I, I've talked shit about it before. I, I I love Darwin's. Yeah. It was one of the first open mics that I went to when I first started. Uh, it has its moments. There's some nights are good, some nights are bad, whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like it, for the most part, you do have to crowd work a little bit more. Yes, absolutely. But you can get some good moments on that stage. Yeah. No, I, I had... I had a set there a couple weeks ago that I I had planned I had planned a whole set. I ended up doing like two minutes worth of jokes because I ended up just crowd. There were actual people there. I just ended up crowd working the whole time. Yeah, I remember this one time. I think it was like two years ago. I was like super pissed off, and I was just like, "What do I do? Well, fuck it. Let me just go on stage and get this shit out." I just start talking shit about the bar and people and this and that. And they're loving it. This is like the first time I ever like actually did well at Darwin's. But the whole time I was just, I didn't tell any jokes. I was just talking (laughs) shit because I was so fucking pissed. And then, uh, well, who was it? Doug Dalton came up. He was like, Hey man, that was really good. I've never seen you do anything like that. (laughs) I was just like, really? I was like, okay. I didn't, cause I didn't, I didn't understand the concept of like a good set yet. You know, I thought, because yeah. I, I got laughs, but they weren't like big laughs. And now that I'm understanding, it's going back to that that set. The whole crowd was like tired. It was like late at 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. They'd listened to so many fucking jokes. So me doing something instead of jokes and talking shit and being in the moment. Refreshing. Exactly. Yeah. That's what got them to be on my side. No, that's what, that's what I'm still learning is like, What's, I got to learn. Sometimes they don't want to. Sometimes people don't want to listen to when you're at a show or whatever. Like, for instance, uh, say at Secret Group when there's a show and it turns over to the mic afterwards. An yeah. hour or two later, an hour and a half, people get tired, and most of the open micers and I, I call them open micers because some of them, just because you do a show doesn't mean you're a professional just yet. Yeah. So some of these open micers that I see just tell their jokes. They, they're not in the room. They're not in the moment. They're not understanding. It's like, Hey, well, these guys are tired. This, the audience is yeah. tired. Why don't you talk to them and see what's up? I know it's not going to be funny at first, but, but it, it opens the jar. It's a change of pace. Yeah. Cause sometimes people need that. No. And I think just for that is like some of these do like for them, they're probably fucking tired too. We're at number 19 on the list. They're pissed. Yeah. yeah well, but. because because yeah, because there were four or five bumps of dudes that showed up that honestly they earned a bump, like they've been in the game. I'll I'll say I'll, not all of them, not all no, not all. So of when them. I when I bump, uh, I'll I do it according to you know seniority. Yeah, yeah. I do I not, think that's yeah, that's a good yeah, way to do it. Seniority. I do I do it by seniority. Like I had I had bumped in Zahid and one of his friends at um, at Secret Group Sunday. Mm-hmm. 
or no, one, one of the secret group shows. I don't one remember. of the sh- open mics or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it was, I mean, I, he walked up and he was like, can you bump me in on the list? And I was sitting there kind of giddy. I was like, he thinks I have authority. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, of course I can bump you in on the list. It's a weird no feeling, problem. isn't it? I know it, it really, cause I don't know. I think like me and Nate Ortiz are like the only two out of our group that really host shows. Huh. Out of all the dudes that started coming up like a year, year and a half Why ago. Why do you think that is? I think we're, uh, Nate, Nate enjoys just talking with, he loves crowd work. He loves doing crowd work. Uh, that's his favorite thing to do. He, and this is what, uh, this is what he told is just, he, he enjoys doing crowd work more than writing jokes. And I get that. I love doing crowd work. I, I love crowd work. Don't get me wrong. I just love writing jokes more. Yeah. No. But that's because I'm an introverted type of person. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know. I like, I write my jokes on stage. I'll sit down and rewrite them out. Just try to figure figure out what better verbiage to use and shit like that. But I, I do a lot of my writing on stage just cause like I'll talk about, I got 13 concussions, man. I don't remember shit. I got half Heimer's homie. Half Heimer's. Okay. <laughs> 13 concussions <laughs> equals half Heimer's. <laughs> I mean, so I do that sometimes I write on stage sometimes, but for the most part I'll write my set out. I, I, I have, uh, jokes that i've written out that i try to tie in together like last wednesday i did a two dollar bill oh yeah and it was one of the best sets i've had as of recent i mean but like the one in i did a show in columbus fucking smashed but i loved this other set because i was in the moment i was fucking around and i didn't even think about this before i didn't think about my set beforehand i was just gonna go off the dome and see what happens and i came up with a new setup for uh, these two bits that I had. Yes. Uh, it's yes. one about porn and one about social media. And I found a way to tie it in together on that show. And now it freaking, I got like five new minutes. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. No, that's my favorite part of, of like having those light bulb moments on stage. Is, I finally figured it out. It was like, yeah. And I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just talking. Yeah. And while I was talking, they were laughing in my head. I was like, Damn, I didn't even know I could do this. What yeah. the fuck is going on? It just it all worked together. And I that was that was the first time I was just like, maybe I can do this. Like uh, I, I had that same thing happen with that bit I do about incest. Like I had a five minute and I was just it turned out there was some kid from Kentucky out in the crowd and we were just talking shit back and forth. And he reminded me he reminded me like fuck, I can't remember what it was. Which part was it? Oh, he reminded me of the bullying of, from moving to Texas, from Kentucky to Texas, because he had done the same thing. And, like, we got bullied, like, people would be like, oh, is that your first pair of shoes? And, like, your mom and dad related? Or I bet you, yeah. This was, like, this for a while. A terrible roast, man. They're white kids oh, in yeah. Katy, Texas. What are those? Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. And so, yeah, I, I mean, at 16, I was just like, who told you? Did I tell you I fucked my cousin? Because I definitely didn't mean to. Oh, my God. Man. It's like, I thought I changed my Facebook relationship status already. <laughs> do you eat your corn <laughs> with the cob? <laughs> no, I, I do it the Kentucky way. I put it straight up my ass. Corn doesn't break down anyway. 
shit. That is true. <laughs> That's some crazy shit. Do you remember that like weird section of 2009 to 2012 where girls were just like shoving vegetables in their vaginas for porn videos? Or is this just me? I don't remember I kid this. you. It was like a whole farm. I shit you not. It took over Pornhub for a minute. It was like a farm girl fetish where they were just like fucking zucchinis and corns on the cobs. The zucchini thing I've heard of before. I've just never seen it. And I just. I, oh, watermelon. Oh. Have you, <laughs> and, uh, have you ever seen this video? It's like how to grapefruit your man. Oh, my coworker <laughs> showed me that the other day, bro. My coworker showed me that video the other day. And I'm just sitting there like, yo. What's going to happen when that acidic grapefruit juice goes oh my in my God. dick hole? Ooh, it's going to burn. You're going to get donkey punched in the well, fucking that's why head. Well, that's why you blindfold him. You blindfold the guy. That's not going to keep me from punching you it's in the gonna head. It's going to burn, but you're just like, giving, damn. Huh. Have you ever gotten grapefruit juice in your eye? I mean, we're going back to the 2000s. It's Usher. Let it burn, baby. Let it burn. Uh, I've, at that point, I feel like we're getting into... Oh, shit. No, who's that? I believe I can fly. Who's that R. Guy? Kelly. R- yeah, I feel like if you're grapefruiting me, that's starting to get into R. Kelly territory. I mean, that's, and that's do the, you, I, 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 would, I wouldn't want it all the time, but at least <laughs> once in my life, I want to be grapefruited by a woman. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I would love to know how it feels. Because like, if you're making a video of it, and obviously you're doing it because your man loves it and you're showing other people is like, hey, I'm good at this. You should try this, too. This is fun. I just want to see how fun it actually is. Why not just drill a hole in a watermelon and heat that motherfucker up with a hairdryer? What makes you think I haven't? <laughs> <laughs> is that why there's lipstick on the side of that watermelon over there? Her name is Cheryl. I thought her name would be Melly. <laughs> Juanita <laughs> I just got two different names <laughs> This is Palmola Hi <laughs> Nah but like that's There was there's The internet is so fucking crazy It's There's a lot of dumb shit uh, I don't know if you've ever seen this But it's called the BME Pain Olympics Oh my god The ones where they like Put hooks and shit through their back And get swung around Yeah Fuck those so people There was one where uh, this dude cut his dick off Oh, yeah. No, I saw another. This dude, like, sliced it open, like, down the middle. (laughs) And his balls, there's one with balls, too. I can't, like, after two girls, one cup, I feel like the internet should have been capped at a certain level. That's Honestly, today, nowadays, that's not even that bad. I still gag. Like, I still gag when I think about that video. That is some of, I've seen some horrific fucking things in my life. Look, they were just delivering feces to one another. Thank you, Amber Heard. <laughs> Someone, my uh, my coworker told me I look like a gay Johnny Depp. And I was like, hey, at least no Johnny one's... Johnny Depp already looks gay. <laughs> at least no one's taking a shit in my bed. I was uh, like... Okay, she's really hot. I don't care. I'm just saying. I do not If you care. had a chance, if you had one night, one night with her where you had sex, but afterwards she has to shit in your bed. Am I in the bed? No. I'm fucking her at a Motel 6 then. They, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm fucking her at a Motel that's 6. What, and most men would be like, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do it. Do I have now, to watch her take a shit? Yes. But, you but go, I've already, you've already had, had sex. sex. But okay. You've already had sex. Okay. 
Yeah. I'm not I'm not the type of guy who's like, no, before you have sex, you have to watch your shit. No. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is after. Because that's, di- I mean, because then there's the follow-up. If I have to watch or have, do it before we have sex, like, do I have wet wipes or am I just jumping in there raw booty hole? You're taking this even further. I know. You're, you're going this ahead. is where my ADD takes me. This is where you ADD. Yeah, I get okay. rabbit holed. Okay. <laughs> or amber hold, I guess, at this point. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. So she shits before you have sex, and you have to taste it a little bit. Oh, nope. Nope. No, that's Draw it. That's line. a line. That's Draw a line. line. Come on. No, absolutely on. not. Okay. She feeds it. She baby birds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even do my baby bird yeah. whistle right now. <laughs> I don't. Uh, this podcast went a totally different. Took place. a hard left yeah. turn. Oh man! No, it's because like when I talk to uh, to people like <laughs> Marines and stuff like that, I know you're fucked up, and I'm fucked up. Oh, and we dude, just go to a crazy place. Sometimes. We used to spend hours on one question, and it was, "Would you rather so it for ten million dollars suck ten dicks one time?" Or one dick ten times. To completion? To completion. Fuck. Yeah. That's what why is that what everybody asks? You think <laughs> you're just gonna get ten billion dollars for a halfway blowjob, you cheap fuck? Yes, I'm lazy, okay? No, oh, you gotta put the work in. Uh, everybody always asks that, right? To yes. Completion. Every single time. Because yeah, it's an important question. Except in the Marine Corps. We were all just like, oh, we all understood. We're yeah. getting work there's come. There's come involved. No, get, no, no, no. You want cum. No, no, no. It's a given. You're not getting paid nah. $10 billion with no cum involved. Some, Come hey, on. Most women do. Amber Heard was trying to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. But, no, so would you? What, what would you do? 10 dicks one time or one dick 10 times? $10 billion. See, I would do the one dick. Oh, you're so gay. No, but here's the thing. Let me explain why. Right. Yeah, no, this is where the, this is where the, it begins. Okay, so you do 10 different dicks. That's 10 different feelings. If you have one dick, you know how to make it come quickly, more faster. Nah. You learn how, no, because I'm telling We're you. We're all guys. We know exactly how to twist and shake. Not all, right? all dicks are the same. Are you speaking from experience, Joe? Or are I'm you not just speaking going from off a word of, word of dick? I'm, no, it's the truth. <laughs> so everybody has the same dick. So there's no different sizes, yeah. different girths. But you know. think about the recharge time on your dick. How long would it take you to come so 10 then that's times? The, okay, so then you have 10 guys in a row. So yeah. you, you can finish could, it all. I can and, knock that out in half an hour. That was going to say. Like I can knock minutes. that out in half an hour. You, ten, one dick, 10 times, you're going to get Florence Nightingale syndrome. You and that guy get your 10 billion and run off to an island together. Now that's your dick for life. Okay, I changed my mind. 10 guys. See? Yeah, I didn't think See? about that. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think the about recharge that. time on that alone. That's true. You're going to be spending six days with this guy just sucking his yeah. dick and then having coffee waiting for him to recharge. Have you eaten your chicken yet? You know what? I, yeah, I just want to get it done. I'm like, fuck it. Let me. And then it. at the end of it, you're just like, you have the most pretty eyes. <laughs> I God. like staring at you while I'm swallowing your cock. Well, what's what's different from getting married then? That sounds just like marriage. <laughs> Sucking the same dude's cock. Yeah, but you don't get $10 billion. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Ladies, step your game up. Dude, I'm 
if I ever do get married, I'm prenupping for sure. Prenup? Prenup. We walk out with what we walked in with. I'm I I agree with that. I, I would like to sign a prenup. But it would be crazy if like my wife eventually made more money than me, then I would be pissed. Because I'd be like, ah, fuck, I could, I could have got half of that. <laughs> nah, man, that's, I don't, that's my thing about marriage is I don't think it should be this whole legal contract where you get fucked. If, like, you have the ability that your life, your livelihood can get fucking taken away from you by someone that you just shared a home with. That's retarded to me. I don't that get that. That is stupid. But it's, it's, like, it helps the woman more than anything. Why? Like, but why, why do they need it? If they're so, I mean, I understand child support. I get that. I mean, 70 I do cents not the under, dollar. I do um, not understand alimony whatsoever. I think that is the biggest amount of bullshit. Paying somebody paying every month. for their yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I think that's stupid too. Be, especially Cream. nowadays. Nowadays, yeah. anybody can make it. Anybody oh. can get a job. Yeah. Anybody can do this. You know, Quit being a, a lazy cunt and get your own lifestyle. And I'm talking to guys that are mooching off their wives too. I, ex-wives. Hey Doug, I'm, I'm looking for a sugar mama right now. Okay. Yeah. And I'm willing to marry a 39 year old with no kids. Hell yeah. Cougars. I got hit on by a 39 year old last week, but she had four kids and one of them turns out like not disparaging. She had an autistic four year old and he was very cute, but like also at the same time, Bro, I'm 28. Um, I don't need to be taking care of that shit. Come on, like, Doug. You already got women calling you daddy. Just this one four-year-old. No. <laughs> Let this four-year-old call you daddy. No, I made it. I've been. I made a joke about. It. I did a new joke last night for Dirty Show. I just said, like, hey guys, you guys ever eaten some pussy so bad you became celibate? I I went down on a girl last year that I had to shave my whole beard after she left. I went down on a girl like. Three, four years ago, and it was bad. Oh, it smelled bad. I was like, I like, I've talked about this on the podcast, but she, <laughs> I, I, I even told the story on stage before, too. Yeah. So it's, I, I know the feeling, and it's like, I get it. It's, it's a long day. You're going out, you got some juices flowing, but also a yeast infection, too. It's just like, <laughs> no, I was sitting there so like, much. God damn, bitch, it is two in the afternoon. You came from your house. Well, you, you're allowed to be cute. You are not allowed to be negligent. Because <laughs> you just been yeah. drinking Dr. Pepper and fucking like Sour Patch Kids for three days straight. It's, well, that's also your fault because you know this. No, I had no idea. That's what oh, it really? smelled like. It was, bro. I. Where'd you meet her? Um. Grocery store. Hmm. Your boy. Your boy was. Laying, <laughs> offering up sausage in, in, in the veggie You're aisle. Trying to find some uh, grapefruits, huh? <laughs> no, I was trying to find me some melons. Oh, yeah. So, what did she seem like? She seemed like ended, a, a, a good girl or like? She seemed like she wasn't coming off as super. She didn't come off like her vagina smelled like tuna, if that's what you're asking. Well, you were in the seafood department, so you couldn't tell. No, no, no. It was frozen food. Ah, yeah. okay. Uh, we were both going for Totina's pizza rolls. Love it first. Exactly. Sight. That's where go. I thought we would vibe. And then, yeah, I don't think she had showered in like two days. It was, I'm telling you. When did you notice the I, smell? When I went down on her after she had gone down on me. So I had to repay the favor. 
And I just didn't breathe through my nose for the next 35 minutes. Me too, baby. It, yeah. Me too. I mean, we're committed. We're committed to the game. Dude, like, it, like, you make it that hey, far. You invite me over. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to be a gentleman. Yeah. I'm not going to just take my tongue and go home, but like, no. I'm going to have to shave I'm not my coming beard. back. Yeah. But I Oof. will give you the performance of a lifetime just for this not one night. It's like, I should buy you a bottle of Febreze just to. <sighs> Bad. Some fucking where your, like where your where your dryer sheets. You need to keep those in your underwear at all times. Oh, in your vagina, just stuff it in. <laughs> no more tampons. Just dryer sheets. Just downy dryer sheets. Oh yeah. Make that pussy smell like <laughs> lavender, girl. Linen fresh. Wow. <laughs> I'd rather that pussy put me to sleep because it smells like lavender than wake my ass up. <laughs> like you're eating it and you're like. <laughs> I feel like the vibrations would actually probably feel pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I mean, like, with the girl that I was with, uh, it was bad. It was a yeast infection. It was her being active all day. And then also she was she gave me gonorrhea and syphilis. Holy. How many dicks was she on, bro? Maybe a lot. But I also found out I became Eskimo cousins with oh. a, f- a no. friend. Can I can though? Uh, what are you trying to do? Weed? Yeah. Yeah, weed's fine. Okay. Just no cigarettes. Yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't be that disrespectful. No. Sy- syphilis, gonorrhea, and yeast well, infection. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah, the dude. triple threat. Did she just never go get the, tested? The triangle offense. <laughs> dude, she needed a triangle defense, my guy. I needed that. <laughs> 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 Needed some spermicide or something. Jesus yeah, Christ. It, was, it wasn't great. I mean, I. How long were you with her? It was just that night. I met her that night. Oh, okay, good. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I saw her like a couple weeks later uh, at my job. And she grabbed me and she was like, I missed you so much. Like, do you want uh, let give me your number, this, this and that. And then she kissed my, my arm like romantically. She was like, ah. And at that moment, I was just like. Uh, shit did she give me some more syphilis what the fuck <laughs> i was just like ah. i uh, after that i never saw her again and i was like if i don't ever see her again in my life i'll be fine it is i've i got a friend whose whose stepmom gave his dad genital herpes stepmom stepmom gave the dad, dad genital herpes for life uh, that's another well uh, here's the thing Nowadays, eighty percent of people have herpes. It's crazy. Like a lot of people have herpes nowadays. So not the general, but mouth and other kinds. You know, like yeah, I, I'll get a, I get like stress sores on the inside of my lip from where I fucking chew it. But that's about as close as I get. Let's call it mouth herpes, oral herpes. I hope no. It's because I chew on my lips so goddamn much. You, wait, so I chew on the side of my mouth. Uh-uh. Okay, I chew right here. Is it like a stress thing, anxiety? It's ADD. ADD. Yeah, that's a, that's all it is. <sighs> I it's, think I have it. I have ADD because sometimes I'm like, I'm doing something and I'm like doing something else and doing something else yeah. and I'm like I never finish anything. <laughs> Title of your sex tape. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? That night with that chick didn't finish. I couldn't finish. Oh yeah, no, I couldn't. Oh my god! And I'm gonna go ahead and say her name was Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica was a dirty bitch. She sounds like not like, not in a sexy way. Most Jessicas are dirty. I 
I walked away going like, this is why I don't date blonde chicks. She was blonde. Yeah, man. I I've, I've ah, dated. Date, I'm a yeah. brunette guy. I'm a brunette guy. I am also, like statistically. I've only ever slept with like three blonde chicks, and every single time, it has not been good. Okay, I've slept with a blonde, uh, brunette. Yeah, those are the two right now. I want to. Man, you've only slept with two girls. That sucks. <laughs> uh, it's more than that. But. <laughs> you just said I've slept with a blonde and a brunette, and I was like, oh man. Well, Poor two guy. brunettes and a blonde. <laughs> if we're being technical here, I will. Gen- I got a thing. That I love redheads. I, want, I, I love, I love red. I don't know. Okay, I have red in my beard. I don't know if people notice that. But I have like redheads in my family because my mom's family, uh, I guess, are from Spain. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And some Spanish have red hair, and I guess I'm genetically predisposed to like that. I don't know. It's I just love redheads. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm Scotch Irish and Native American. So we share something. Yeah, yeah. I love. Oh. There's a Facebook video going around of these like, uh, or they're touring. It's like these Irish dancing girls that sing. And any time that commercial goes over my Facebook, I'm just like, oh, my God. I want to marry this bitch. She's <laughs> just like, ding. Have my Irish babies. Uh, top of the morning top to you. Top of the morning to you. <laughs> I actually, when I get really in the Marine Corps, we found out that I have a drunk alter ego. If I drink way too much whiskey, his name is Seamus, and he likes to come out to play. He's from, my, fa- my friends had to come up with a backstory for him saying that I grew up in Dublin. And then I moved here when I was 16, joined the Marine Corps. And then my 21st birthday was my first time having my legal drink in the States. And so the whole bar bought me shots of Jameson. (laughs) Whole fucking bar. How drunk were you that night? My last memory (laughs) was the driver was taking a piss on the side of the highway. I was thrown up on the side of the highway, as was my two other friends. Oh, my God. In front of a strip club. Oh my God, that sounds like I was, fun. I was still Irish. I turned around and went, well, boys, we've had a good fucking night. Who wants to go see some titties? And my driver went, we're going the fuck home. Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. We're not staying here. And so Seamus, Seamus was born, and he hasn't, he's come out to play once since I got out of the Marine Corps. Seamus. And that was on the Marine Corps birthday, actually. And I got in an argument with a landlord of a bar because he was trying to kick some homeless people out of the parking lot. I was just, you know, they're just trying to make music. Let them have fun. <laughs> oh, man, I got to meet this Seamus dudes. Do one, if we ever find one night where I'm where I don't drive, I'll, I'll get Seamus fucked up at a bar. For oh, you fuck guys. it. Come over, sit on my couch. <laughs> just sleep on my couch <laughs> fuck it I've had who was it uh, two comics sleep on my couch already oh really yeah Dude. Jay Marassi and <laughs> Enrique Chacon that's... oh and Antonio Aguilar oh yeah yeah I've, I, like this is the comic couch Every, you know, I, 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 I'm know, i saying right now if, if we're friends and you're drunk one night and you can't drive just hit me up and like hey yeah. can I come through see that's why yours. that's why I moved to where I, I'm I'm straight down 59. Like mm-hmm. I'm 16, 17 minutes from downtown. Although I don't know what it's going to be now that they fucking closed off that whole 610 area. Oh, they closed it off. They closed it is Shit. gone. So you got to go up and do a U-turn on 610 just to get back to the other side of 59. God. Yeah. 
pain in my dick. That's going to be a bitch for the next like year probably. Oh, two years. Two years. They're closing Damn, it. Damn, fuck. Well, I don't go through there anymore, so I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> it won't get in the way of my job. It'll it'll just adjust the time that I leave for comedy. Yeah, that sucks. Because. You can take surf, like, uh, neighborhood streets or whatever. Yeah. Side streets. But at least, like, in the, it, it's not fully stopped traffic. We're doing, like, 20. And so I can have a road beer, smoke a cigarette. After this, we'll talk, and I'll show you some different streets. Because I used to live in the Southwest. So I okay. know I know different streets we can go to to get to uh, around 59. Yeah. To get to the others. Because yeah. I've just got to get past 610 and 59. That's, okay. where, that's all I've got to get past. I know how to get you past there. I'm, I'm, I'm the navigator, right? <laughs> all I need to do is get lost in one place, and I know it. See, and I know all the directions so well that I know how to get to anywhere, but I just don't take side streets if I don't have to. Oh, you to. got to, man. You got to learn these places. Well, I know the side streets around the clubs that I go to are just downtown. I don't know side streets from the main road. Like these neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. 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 yeah like I'll know how to get like cut through neighborhoods and shit to go from, you know, like El Poblito to Secret Group or like all that shit. Mm-hmm. But I have no idea if I'm coming off 59 to take like some side street to get around, you know, 610. I don't know that shit. Man, I've, I've driven around the southwest so much that i pretty much know my way around it but that's good yeah i just moved here back in what's this month like november to this side of town really yeah because i was i was remember i was living up in katie for the longest fucking time and oh i remember you told me you got laid one time because you said you lived yeah that was on deployment that was in that was in guam I was at a strip club in Guam called, I think, the Lazy Lizard. <laughs> and there was a stripper that I just, I talked about this with some friends that like, you know, the people go into strip clubs and they're like, if I spend $3,000, she'll probably suck my dick. Yeah, the guys are like, yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. And I'm sitting there like, that's not at all what's going to happen. That's some pussy that, shit. That girl is going to go backstage and go, hey, guys, I made $3,000. Yes. I'm going home early. Bragging to her friends. <laughs> leaving Some dipshit. Blue balls. Yeah. And I was like, I walk in there with $20 and four conversation starters. Because strippers, like, they'll, they'll dance and talk to you on your own time if you're fucking interesting. What's a good conversation starter? Oh, just... Well, for me, saying I was in the Marine Corps normally helped. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> you got that one. <laughs> no, you got to ask her. Women think that's hot, right? Um, It depends on uh, whether they've dated one of us or not before. That's a good point. <laughs> because if they dated one of us, they either, Hate have, you. they either have the type, like they think it's really hot, or they think... You're going to break my fucking heart. Just like the other one did. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm not going to break your heart. Probably. I'm going to say some inappropriate shit about our relationship on stage. But. But nothing. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Uh, <laughs> you, that's that's what that's my Facebook profile. My dating. I have one dating profile and it's just Facebook because that's the only one I know how to work. And my my thing just says, uh, look, I'm going to be honest. You will kill it on Tinder. I don't want to. I'm not looking for. I did my three years. I I, I hoed around, <laughs> dude. I'm telling you. I did my duty. My fucking body count. 
I lost. I honestly lost count. I couldn't tell you. Is it over what hundreds? No, no, no. It's it's somewhere in the high forties, low fifties. That's not that bad for three years. That's not that bad. Uh, yeah, I'm just honestly. Eh, I don't need it anymore. I, I proved the fact that I can get laid. I don't. <laughs> I felt like that's all it is. I feel like that's okay, well. Take it from a guy like me. I oh. my body count is very low. It's handful. you just you want me to do it for guys like you? Yes. I would. I don't know, man. Look, I'm just when you're in that vagina, just remember me. It's just it gets it gets so old. I'm gonna tell you that it's it, it's a little soul. Well, stop crushing. dating fifty year olds, dude. They. <laughs> I'll, no, no, no. I'll go ahead and tell you. 50-year-olds will work muscles that 22-year-olds have no idea exist. What's the oldest that you Me? Made? Yes. 44 when I was 21. Damn, that's a huge difference. Yeah. Over 20 years. Dang. And, bro, she she held up. I know they say black don't crack. Bro, her white was all right. Like, she held up phenomenally really what does she look like um she was like five three she kind of looked like um you know who heather locklear is Mm kind of like that but um you know brown eyes wavier hair and like smaller boobs (laughs) how'd y'all meet bar out in katie place called um Why can't I remember? It might. Well, just a bar in Katie. Yeah, just a bar in Katie. Yeah. But yeah, no, it. it and hey, it, what was your opening line? Oh, um, I had Chance w- with me. <laughs> no, no, that wasn't. That was before. You said chance. you were 21. That, yeah, that yeah. was before Chance. Yeah. No, I was thinking of a different time. No, uh, 21. That I was in. I was in South Carolina for that one. That was at Hemingway's. That's where that was. That was at Hemingway's. No, that was, um, there was a water festival at the Beaufort Waterfront Festival. And so she, I was leaving on a boat detachment the next day. And we were going out for four weeks on the USS Washington to do workups for deployment. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. No, I was like, I'm going away for four weeks. And she's like, really? My my place is right around the corner. I was like, aye, aye, ma'am. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. We can go. Wait, right were you now. in your you weren't no, in your uniform no, no, no. or fatigues I had a, or anything? I had my I had a green t shirt and some jeans on, like my shit that I've been wearing the entire time you've known me. Okay. No, and well, uh, well, what was your opening line though? Do you remember? Um Oh, I asked her if I could dunk her in the water. There was a dunk tank. Oh. There was a dunk tank and then um I better that if I rode the mechanical dolphin for more than 12 seconds, that she'd have to have a drink with me. And she agreed. And I did 14 seconds on the mechanical dolphin. Hey, there you go. It so worked. then we just went into Hemingway's and started talking for like hour, hour and a half. Turns out her ex-husband was one of my staff sergeants. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Found that out the next morning because I never asked her her last name and she hadn't changed it. From from when she got divorced. So I fucking, I, I was leaving the house and her license was sitting on the fucking counter and I read steel and I asked, I was like, is your, you related to a, to an Eric? 
Like, is that your brother? She goes, oh, no, that's my ex-husband. And I'm like, fuck, bro. I'm about to go spend three hours on the bus with this motherfucker. <laughs> so, like, how awkward was that ride? Uh, I didn't say a goddamn word. He's still up and I haven't talked about that till now. He this is the first know. time I've ever talked about it. Holy crap. You dog. <laughs> And they had gotten divorced, hey, like you devil dog. Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. I definitely gave her a bone to play with. God damn, that's <laughs> funny. You know, that's probably her thing, though. I did fuck one of my junior Marines sisters, though. But he was a fucking dildo. We all hated this kid, and his sister came into town to visit one time, and we were both from. We both grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh-huh. And so she came, they all came to one of my friend's house parties because when you're in the Marine Corps, you have friends who are married and you can't get as rowdy in the barracks as you can at their house. So you go get super fucked up at their house and bring an air mattress. Exactly. Her brother wasn't paying attention at all. And so me and her just like went outside and talked. And then the next morning he found us on the air mattress <laughs> and he goes, how could you? I was like, it was super easy. <laughs> okay, what was your opening line on that one? Your brother's kind of a dildo. Zip. <laughs> <laughs> she she was like, yeah, he's a, he's a pretty big asshole. I was like, why did you come into town to visit him? She goes, my parents made me. Oh, I was damn. like, yeah. And then I, I had to pause. I, I hit pause real fast because she had a beer, but no one had asked her her fucking age. I was like, how how old are you? She goes, oh, I'm 19. I was like, that's fucking perfect. I was. I was <laughs> you didn't care if I she was, was over 21. I was so worried. You just no. cared if she was over 18. I was 20. I didn't get, I didn't care if I was oh, over 20. Yeah, okay, I was 20. Okay. I, was like, I was like, what the fuck? As long as you're not 16, yeah. we're fucking good to go. That's, uh, you're just like 19? Check. That's Let's all I need. Just off that. to the races. God damn. So how far into the night? Wait, was everybody sleeping and then that's when y'all got hooked up or? No, we, so her brother left. Didn't even realize she was. Oh, what the fuck? Didn't even realize it. Because he was, he was so fucked up and only lived two streets away. So he went home. He went home. Now, whose house were you in? We are at, um. I want to say we were at fucking Beard's house, Beard Roads. We were at Beard Roads' house, and fucking. So I was just I had my own mattress there because we were in the same shop, and so she just stayed, stayed with me. Stayed with you, yeah. Do you motherfucker? And dude, she's um, Jessica Hernandez. She had the biggest ass. Of any girl, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna give her golden ass award in my in my list. It was bootyful. All right, Hispanic, I'll take it. Fine. Yeah. Oh my god, dude! Like two hams hugging in denim. Why don't you do, you want you want to marry a Hispanic? Come on. Oh my god, I would no because I don't like getting stabbed. Latina. Hey man, that's part of it. That's part I've of, been yeah. lightly stabbed before. And I'm not look, willing look, you to go got, back. You take you got to take the danger with no, the ass. I know. I would love to marry a Hispanic chick. There's this. Oh, I'm in love with. I go to this Chili's at my job all the time because it's fucking two minutes down the road, and they have cheap drinks and cheap food. 
Uh, but the bartender there is this half black, half Brazilian chick. And I'm in fucking love with her. And I just wish she wasn't dating some army cunt. <laughs> oh, I was like, man. let me let me show you how we really invade in the Marine Corps. <laughs> let me show you how we do more with less. Oh, man, that's. I'm so in love with her. Brazilian. Okay. I, lo- I love Brazilian women. And she's got like those light, like green eyes too. <sighs> I know, yeah. like, oh, she, Maya. She's so hot. Maya, I'm, uh, I'm going to tell you to listen to this. <laughs> when I go to Chili's on Wednesday, I just want you to see, like, feel flattered. Yes, Maya, please like and subscribe. <laughs> Fuck it. You make the you pour the best dose cases, girl. <laughs> she doesn't just open the bottle up. <laughs> and you always make sure my soup is nice and hot. <laughs> Shout out to Maya, the bartender at Chili's. <laughs> Chili's Rosenberg. Ask for Maya. <laughs> she works Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. What the fuck? You know her schedule. <laughs> she told me her schedule. She loves okay. it when me and Chance come in. Oh, really? Yeah, because I just tell her jokes and shit, and make her laugh. Okay, good. And she gets, she gets one pet for the dog. I limit her to keep her coming back for more. <laughs> Just get one, you get one pet. Maya, you can quit listening at this point. I don't need to give you my game plan. <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> oh man! One, one day, Maya, you will you will have dinner with me. So like, that wasn't that came off way that more was, threatening. That, that came off yeah, way more threatening day. than like, I meant. I, I know your work schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I know what what you like. You even like, told me what kind of car you drive because <laughs> you need some parts replaced. That, that's funny, man. I mean, like, <laughs> I. What is your? Oh, I got a question for you. I, I, I have a question that we can ask. Okay. So, all right. If I got, it's a high question. I thought of this the other day. And it was super fucking weird. I was at work and I just said, all right, guys, if you had to turn into any animal so you could fuck that animal, what animal would it be? That's a a good question. That's a hard fucking question. I'd say a koala. All right, why a koala? Because they fuck, man. (laughs) Did you know that koalas, like, uh, I don't know if they're the animal that has the most of this, but most of them have herpes. <laughs> fucking. Yo, koalas who was, be fucking yeah, dope. But who was the motherfucker that was making out with a koala to give it herpes? How do you find place? out? How do you find out? Well, you can. You, it's, it's like the first guy that got AIDS from a monkey. Yeah, but you can see it. You can it, it you can see herpes. There's oral. There's yeah, genital. But you can see it. How did we get koala AIDS? What human gave koalas AIDS? Or did koalas give human AIDS? I don't Is it the chicken or the egg? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, how did herpes happen? Yeah, so wait. You want to be a koala so you can have herpes? And be cool with it, yeah? <laughs> it's socially acceptable. I'm like, yeah. It, d- d- okay, yeah. <laughs> We've all got it. My dick's itchy. Your you know dick what? is itchy. I wish there were ads for herpes that had koalas in it now. Do you suffer from koala dick? <laughs> like, that's that's exactly what I want. I want an ad. An ad. You know what? People who make ads nowadays, please make an ad with a koala talking about herpes. Xanax. It'll be, it'll be like the Aflac commercial. Instead of the insurance duck, it'll be the herpes koala. I wish I knew a herpes uh, brand medication. Uh, couldn't tell you. Yeah. I don't have it, so I wouldn't know. 
Herplexia. I don't know. That sounds like something that's real. I don't have it, so I wouldn't know. That's a good excuse. That's what someone who doesn't have it would say. Exactly. <laughs> or maybe somebody who does, but just doesn't want anybody to know. I mean, I am from Kentucky, so who knows? I may also have genital herpes. <laughs> I was one of the roasts. You look like you got herpes. <laughs> well, I got it from my mom, so thanks. <laughs> it runs in the family. <laughs> All right, so that's it. I guess we'll end it off there. That was that was man. Honestly, that was that just flew by. I had fun. I, I didn't even know that was an hour and a half. Yeah, me neither. To be fair, but uh, to be fair. You want to give out your handle, Instagram, yeah. Facebook, whatever. Uh, you guys can follow me on Instagram at Sean, S-E-A-N, Michaels, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S, 94. And you can also follow my dog, Second Chance the Pupper. And uh, Wait, who named you? Your dad? My dad. Uh, no, my mom. Your mom. Is so she my... a wrestling fan? <laughs> no, no. So <laughs> my name originally was supposed to be Chance. My name was supposed to be Chance Michael Sorley because Michael is my dad's middle name. Uh-huh. And then Hunt for the Red October was playing in the delivery room with Sean Connery. And my mom changed it 11th hour to Sean. Damn. So I got named after Sean So Connery. she's delivering. Then she sees Sean Connery. Yeah. You're born. Boom. Yeah. And so she changed it to Sean Connery. <laughs> So that's why I didn't change Chance's name. See, I thought you were named after the wrestler, Shawn Michaels. No, that'd be way cooler. Yeah. But, uh, which makes me, kind of, I kind of want to make my stage name Shawn Michaels, just so yeah. anyone who introduces me does it with the, yeah. like, Vince McMahon voice. You're the heartbreak kid, man. <laughs> oh, I would love to be. There you go. But I'd, oh, never mind, I'm not finishing that thought process. Honestly, you should, if you ever do a show or something, come in with his intro. Oh, yes. I think that's a cool-ass intro. That'd be perfect. I think I'm cute. Mm, mm, I know I'm sexy. Mm, mm, I got the moves that make all the girls wild. Like, I, that would be great. That I'm just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. Like, oh, my God. I'm going to have to do that next time. I'll you got to intro I'll tell Cornelius one. next time I walk up. Bring you up. Yeah. Sean Michaels. That'd be awesome. Intro. That would be great. Well, uh, dude, this was so much fun, man. This was fun. Don't you do... uh El Pueblito. El Pueblito Patio on 1411 Richmond Avenue every Monday at 8 p.m. List drops at 7.30 if you want to come out and try some jokes. If you, if you love comedy. And actually, this week, uh, we're starting something new. Uh, we're going to be turning it into a heckle mic uh, f- if there are mostly comics coming. Because like it, we just want to spice it up and make it more fun for the com- comics because a lot of times... They don't feel like doing five minutes for just comedians. So I'm, we're going to let them do three minutes and then we're going to roast for three minutes and fucking move on. Uh, but if we get an audience in there, I'm going to let you guys run with your five. That sounds fun. So yeah, we're going to, we're going to try a heckle mic and see, see how it works out. So I'm excited for that. That's good. Uh, do you have any shows coming up or anything? Uh, I'm going to be doing off the dome next month with Jamal Rahal. And then I think I'm going to be on the next Jimbo and Jumbo uh, with Jesse. Okay. That's good. Uh, from, what I was, from what I was told, I'm waiting to, to get the full confirmation. So I am back at Axelrod. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it again. That's, that's, you're, that's, uh, you're going on with, for Jeff's thing? 
Uh, I forget uh, Punchline Mondays. Punchline Mondays. Yeah. Nice man. Coming back. That's gonna be fun. I took I took some time off because I had to figure myself out. I had to figure out my stage presence. I had to figure out my jokes. I was just like I was stuck in a rut. But I feel like I'm gonna. These past couple weeks have been so much fun. Yeah. I've oh been, yeah. I've been having a great time on stage, figuring new things out. Uh, trying out new jokes and stuff like that. Like I'm in a different place now, and I feel it. Like the other day, I was just like, "Wow, I'm I'm at the next level." It was it was wild. I just realized that I was just like, "Damn, yeah. I had a new groove." No, I felt that. So I had to do the same thing. Like I had to start leaving chance off stage because I just felt pigeonholed with the jokes that I could tell with the dog on stage because mm-hmm. people are really paying just paying attention just to him. And I noticed it. And so I just felt like I could tell other jokes, but the dog was eating up like two or three minutes worth of time. <laughs> every time you're on every stage, single set, everybody just wants to look at chance. And so I had to start just leaving him off stage so I could actually flex my, my muscles and my, and my writing and my crowd work. And I think like that's that. good. Yeah. Though. And I've been having a lot more fun doing, doing sets because instead of a chance joke, maybe hitting, or missing, like I, I'm able to just. Yeah, but I I feel like it's a good and a bad thing. Yeah. Even though the joke, if you tell a joke and it bombs, people are still gonna be like, "Oh, look at that dog." Yeah. No, see, that's why I use him for. I'll take him on stage for like booked shows, like yeah. important ones, because then it, it's nice to have him. I have those two or three jokes for him that are fucking bullets that land every time, and then I've got a you know a couple other ones that have nothing to do with him that do really well to be quite honest chance is a star oh he absolutely yeah. he he runs this shit uh let's see so you can find me at yeah. the jocosity t-h-e-j-o-e-c-o-s-i-t-y uh thank you guys who all came out to the last chill brush show that was it was it was a good show i loved it i loved it i mean i was just like i was surprised with the people that came in attendance but like we basically packed out the room uh I don't know when the next one is going to happen. I'm I'm still trying to figure that out, but I will let you all know. Uh as of right now, I don't have, other than Axelrad on Mondays, I don't have anything lined up just yet. I'm still trying to figure that out, but uh once I do, I'll put a post it on my Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, Twitter. Uh And yeah, man, Sean Thank you for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me out, man. This was awesome. Yeah, this was fun. Uh, this has been Unprofoundly Chill. And I'm profoundly chillax. <laughs> All right, I'll see you next time. All right, see you, bud.